Welcome to The Dental Brief, the world's direct, right-to-the-point podcast produced to get you the information you need to learn and grow your practice. To learn more about our guests and find links to information discussed on our show, visit our website, dentalbrief.com. On to today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. Today, I have a fellow dental podcaster uh, on here with us. Very excited. Uh, Tim, say hello. Hey, Patrick. Hello, everyone. Super excited to be here with you today. Yeah. So for those of you who haven't heard his podcast yet, I want you to just check it out. It's uh, the Dental Wealth Nation uh, podcast at dentalwealthnation.com. Is that correct, Tim? That's absolutely correct. So uh, again, thankful to have you here. Um, Tim, you're on podcast all the time, right? You clearly work with dentists. I want want you to start and tell me, how'd you get into the dental industry? How'd you start working with dentists? Oh, man, I, I, Patrick, I, I could tell you that it's because I did a lot of research on the market and I really studied it. I could tell you it's because I identified all the unique needs that dentists face, but, but, but that'd be making stuff up. The simple truth is I'm married to dentists and I sleep with one every single night. And, and when you do that, you really do learn the industry from the inside out. Yeah. So um, the every single night thing, I have to, I have to say that's excellent. Um, there's no couch nights, so that's really good. Good for you. You got to be doing something, right? Um, but yeah, that's fantastic. You know, it's um, it's obviously you're very close to it, so you understand um, a lot of the needs, challenges, problems, dilemmas, hurdles uh, that dentists have. What are some of the What are some of those challenges that you're hearing and that you're seeing all the time today? Yeah, I mean, you know, for for my wife and I, it was so interesting. I started life as just a very ordinary financial advisor. Thought it was my my job to you know, put my wife's money in some mutual funds, but didn't matter how good I could do that for it didn't solve the the challenges that dentists face. And so, you know, some of those challenges today that the biggest one I hear time and time again is attracting and retaining qualified staff, right? Hiring right now, so hard and finding the right talent, the best talent, keeping them happy, huge challenge. Business-wise, a lot of the doctors I work with and across the board, some of them are having their best years ever. So that part's working. But it it really, in in my standpoint, the biggest issue I hear time and time again is just hiring, attracting, recruiting the best staff. And then there's the uh, ever-present problem of paying too much in taxes and and reducing the amount you give your uh, silent partner, the IRS. Yeah, yeah. so the silent partner, I like that. So those those problems go hand in hand, don't they? I mean... The, the the more money that you make, the or I should say, the better staffed you are. Potentially, the more money you're going to make. Potentially, the the higher your your tax liability is going to be concerned. Let's talk a little bit about the um, the staffing issues. Um, so much to talk about since you're since you have a dental podcast, um, as mentioned before, and we'll certainly put the links on on our site um, and social media. Um, you hear a lot of problems. I hear them too. You have offline conversations with your guests as well, right? Um, prior to and after and follow-up conversations and what have you. Um, why do you think there's such a staffing issue? What do you think the problem is? You know, the problem is really just kind of the, the workforce of today. I think coronavirus really accelerated a lot of it. And a lot of people have just decided, you know what, if I'm not happy working where I'm working, if I'm not getting the benefits I want, I'm going to go start my own thing. I'm going to keep looking. And, you know, when you have the ability to, to jump ship and go somewhere else and get paid more, why wouldn't you do that? So, so if you as the employer, if you as the doctor have not created an amazing workplace and someone else had, 
people are not scared to jump these days. They're going to jump and they're going to leave and they're going to go look for better opportunities elsewhere. So talk to a, 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 an expanded duties ex, uh, assistant just the other day who I know personally. Um, and she's been around for quite a while. She's well-known, well-respected. She's in a solid practice, does amazing work. She's just every, everything you could want in an employee, but even at 20% over the rates that they're pay, that they're paying, um, assistance here in Colorado and the Denver Metro area, she can't afford to live. She literally can't afford on a full-time income, afford rent, groceries, utilities, bills. How's that problem going to get solved? Oh, well, now we're way above my pay grade, right? Just in terms of, you know, monetary policy, what's the government going to do there? I, I have no idea, right? I, I can certainly help with the attracting and retaining good people, but you know, in terms of, of how to survive. And, and if you've got enough income, the best way to do that is to get out and start your own gig, right? Become a business owner. And that's why I think doctors do so well is they've got a lot of control over their income. You know, in terms of some of your rank and file employees, it can be a lot harder these days, especially as we see costs continue to, to increase across the board. Sure. So I, I do think that, um, and, and I get it, that that part of it is just policy, right? That's That's part of it. Um, and it is terrible when you see someone, someone who doesn't want to leave dentistry, but they feel like they're forced to um, because of income. But I feel like it's, it's sometime something's got to snap. I, I happen to think you're going to see a lot more automation in dental practices. I think that front desk position is going to be one that's going to be unfortunately eliminated. It's going to be replaced by online scheduling, texting, um, emails, and that's going to free up some room to pay assistance, people who you need in the chair. Um, some more money. So let's talk about the tax side of things. Let's shift over there and let's let's talk about or let's talk about the the money side of things. Um, keeping as much of what you earn as as possible. Um, what are some challenges that you're seeing there, and and what are some of the, the answers to those challenges? I, I would tell you probably the, the biggest challenge that that I see time and time again is that you know doctors just don't know what they don't know. And I always like to joke, dentist, are you as a dental practitioner, you're really good with numbers as long as it goes from 1 to 32. Anything beyond 32, things get a little fuzzy. And so, you know, oftentimes the, the doctor has assembled a, a team around them. They've got their CPA. They've got their, their wealth manager. They've got, you know, maybe a, a business attorney. And they're just kind of happy dealing with the the status quo and they think, well, this is working and, and and they're not taking advantage of all the opportunities that are out there. And more importantly, they haven't really checked and verified that their plans are going to deliver as promised and, and really deliver the results that they're expecting. And we see this all the time in, in terms of the, the super rich. I've, I've helped underwrite a lot of research on the super rich. And when I say super rich, I mean super rich, people with half a billion dollars or more. Don't have clients like that, but I want to learn from people like that and bring those strategies to you, whether you got $1 or $10 million. These are strategies you can use. And, and the super rich are really good at questioning the underlying assumptions of their plan and making sure things are going to deliver as promised. They, they, they're always looking at, how can I improve? How can I get better? What don't I know? And they're relying on a great team of advisors to help bring that to them. They're always getting second opinions. They're always asking, can I do more? How can I get more help in this? And so, so I think that's the biggest mistake is so many dentists are, are working with what I, what I call pretenders. They're well-meaning advisors, but they just don't have the technical expertise to really help them plan for complex situations. 
Yeah, that's a that's a lot to, to digest. You know, I heard um, I, I heard this a long time ago, and I think it, it kind of changed my life and how I approach um, earning. Um, as I heard, uh, I forget where it's at, um, but it was basically that like you know people don't you literally acquire money, you don't make money. A lot of people think you make it, you don't. No one in here is. Hopefully, none of our listeners are printing dollars. Right? It's not something that you make. It's something that's out there and you you just bring it in, you acquire it. And I think that's a pretty good uh, way of looking at things. So give me a couple of tips right now, some things that our, our listeners can do to acquire. Uh, and that may just be keep more of what they earn. But what, what can they do to, to acquire uh, more money without necessarily working a lot harder? Yeah, great, great question. So I'll give you a real case study. Working with the doctor now, a multi-specialty practice, doing about $2 million a year, $2.5 million of EBITDA in the practice. So very, very successful practice. And they've got a retirement plan in place. And they've looked at it and, you know, they're putting some contributions in for themselves, for their staff. But the, the doctor came to me and said, Tim, I'm just, I'm getting killed in taxes. What can I do? And the first place I went is I said, let's go to the, let's go to your retirement plan. And his response, his staff's response is, well, well we, we've looked at that. We, we, we've talked to advisors about that. We don't think we can do anything. And, and the truth is a lot of advisors just aren't well-versed in, once again, the technical aspect of higher level planning. And so we, we optimized the plan and we're going to be able to get him a $1.2 million contribution on an ongoing basis for the next couple of years. And so you want to talk about acquiring wealth. That's money that would have gone to taxes that he can stick away in a qualified retirement plan for himself. And, and once again, you know, the, the data is out there in my book, Becoming Seriously Wealthy, that I wrote the forward to. We ask advisors, do you know about these benefit-focused retirement plans? And about 50% of them put their hand up and say, oh, yeah, I know all about these plans. But then we follow up with a really simple question. We ask him, well, have you ever done one single plan for one single client? Now, all of a sudden, that number drops to about 5% of the advisors out there. So big disparity between knowledge and implementation, which is why I went, go back to what I said earlier. A lot of people are just working with pretenders, which are well-meaning people that just don't have the technical expertise to help them plan and prepare for these complex situations. Yeah, I, I believe in finding someone that you trust to handle this for you. You know, you just don't have enough time in the day to, to, to be smart enough to, to do this um, on your own unless this is all that you're doing but i will tell you tim i know i know some people have a, a friend who does this um this type of thing and, and what i've actually seen him do and even go retro to help people save money is phenomenal so i'm going to ask you this question tim um tell me how does somebody that not everybody knows somebody who's um you know not everybody knows a dentist who's married to a financial guru such as yourself um so if you have to if you're trying to vet someone if you're trying to find the right person to help you um, with this how do you go about doing that yeah the, the number one thing I, I tell people when they're looking to to vet advisors and whether it's myself or, or anyone else look for someone who's a thought leader look for someone who's speaking who's writing who's publishing right who, who's in the industry who who really knows it right you want to look for that thought leader Secondarily, you want to get referrals from some of your existing advisors, right? Talk to your CPA, talk to your, uh, you know, attorneys, talk, talk to the other people that you know who are in your professional life and just say, who can I go to and get a second opinion, right? Who else can take a look at this with a second set of eyes? And then lastly, ask your peers, right? Your peers are a fantastic resource. Ask them what their experience has been like and then ask them, is this someone that, that you actually feel has your best interest is at heart? 
and has the technical expertise. You certainly want to work with people you trust, but you also want to work with people who do have the technical expertise to help you out. Yeah, that's great information. You got to have both, right? You have to have the trust, you have to have the integrity, but they have to have the expertise uh, as well. Um, Tim, I want people to check out your podcast. Um, 30 seconds. Tell me what, what's your podcast about? What happens there? Yeah. So, so on Dental Wealth Nation, we are committed to one thing, and that's helping you build an amazing life of significance and doing it faster and with less effort than ever before. So you can take even better care of the people you love, support the causes you care about, and keep making a difference in the world. And to do that, we share strategies of the super rich with you so that you can implement those lessons and accelerate your success and gain that amazing life of significance. That's what we're all about. Yeah, I love it. And you know what we're about here is packing information and give people what they need real quick. Fantastic job doing that. Um, I want to, again, encourage uh, our, our listeners to check out uh, the Dental Wealth Nation. Tim McNeely, thank you so much for being here today. Hey, what a pleasure, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Did you know you can weigh in on today's topic on Facebook? Search The Dental Brief on Facebook or visit our website, dentalbrief.com, and just follow the link. We look forward to having you join us again on another episode of The Dental Brief.